Well, welcome back to another edition of the Founder's Diary, episode three, I think. Already, yeah. The Number weeks, three. The weeks yeah. are flying by. Yeah, well, we had quite an exciting week this week with our new waitlist. Yes, so we launched the waitlist this week, and the waitlist is for our product, mm-hmm. uh, Instant, the page builder for Shopify. The no-code page builder, I should say. say. Visual no-code builder. (laughs) A lot. We can say a lot about (laughs) it. But the simplest way is just a page builder for Shopify. And yeah, we launched it. We had expectations. Mm -hmm. But it surpassed all expectations we had. Uh, So that's really nice. Uh, We had, I think, in the first day close to 100 brands that signed up for the waitlist, which is cool because a waitlist... Yeah, it's it's basically air. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's nothing, uh, but still, so many people are excited to join it. So it's uh, a great a great start. Well, probably ties into and excuse uh, my voice a little bit today. Hopefully next week my voice is better. Uh, what but is I wrong with your voice? Yeah, it so- it sounds different. It was cheering for every single person <laughs> that joined the waitlist. He was like, "Woo!" You know, I, I was screaming so loud that <laughs> my voice has changed. But another anyway, one, <laughs> another one. But it it ties into what you said, right? Like we we knew that we we're launching this, that a lot of people were waiting for it. But the question actually is, is that okay? If we launch it, do actually do people sign up? Yep. And yes, a lot of people signed up a lot of brands signed up i think it's great to see but i'm curious what value do you think there is in having a wait list when you're launching a new product as a younger company like what's kind of the strategy behind it so what we really want to do with this product is really listen to the customer mm-hmm. uh, a lot of p- brands people say it like customers number one uh, we have also said it with previous companies and it wasn't really true like it was true, but not really. But now we really want to put the customer first. Uh, and we think by letting them in the wait list, so building up uh, just a lot of brands excited about this product, we can interact with them mm-hmm. and really figure out, like, why did you join? What do you expect from this tool? So really like a, a two-way street, because we as a company, we always have ideas. We can build a product and push it on the market, but that's like a one-way street. Uh, we push something on them, but we also want the customers, the potential customers right now, to push info to us. So there's like this two-way street. Uh, it's a bit of the build in public team or trend, I think. I think the principle of building in public, right? I think we're we're always firm believers in executing. And in this case, obviously executing, but also building in public, building something really for the customer and I think a lot of startups are always really secretive about what they do yeah. uh, stealth and all that stuff but yeah like if you really build something for your customers it's almost a given that you yeah need to build in public so and then you're actually building for the customers not just a couple people you talk to yeah and just launching um, a reason we believe a lot of people don't do it or why we didn't do it previously. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because there's not enough confidence in what you're doing. So you're trying to build the perfect product and then put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the product is perfect, you're like way too late. Um, so we just want to yeah, get feedback as soon as possible from people, not launch this 
what we think perfect product, but really from the start get feedback so we can eventually build a product that they really like. That's uh, that's the goal. Yeah, well, well said. I think it makes a lot of sense, right? And especially in today's day and age, I think transparency might sound like a little bit of a buzzword, but I think you see a lot of companies and a lot of founders like yourself starting to be more active and open about their journey. Maybe you can give a little insight into how you revealed the waitlist to the world, because I think that's also something maybe other aspiring entrepreneurs might uh, want to steal a trick from your playbook. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can go ahead. <laughs> so in sync. We, yeah. were, uh, we were so in sync. We're probably brothers, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> the waitlist in general, Sam, myself and Duca, we have a fairly good reach on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, so we essentially yeah, boost off our LinkedIn's one by one. So first I go out with the post, uh, then the whole company likes it. So you just We try to get as much interaction as possible so the algorithm can see that this is a super important post. And obviously, uh, people within the company is important, but also externally to really yeah, give it a nice boost. So I think on my post alone, almost 20K impressions right now, which is uh, pretty good. Thank you, yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. Or organic reach. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shout out. <laughs> and then we did uh, Sam and Dukas. So I think overall we're way above 50k impressions uh, for a waitlist launch, which is uh, uh, just organically. And now we're starting with paid and all these efforts mm-hmm. uh, and maybe a step back, which is also really important. Um, it's a waitlist. So what I already said, it's air. Like mm. So there needs to be a super compelling reason for people to join and the reason to join cannot be the product because there is no product yet Mm -hmm. Um, so putting a lot of effort into the copy of the landing page where Mm -hmm. people can sign up um, the design of the landing page um, a video we created on the landing page to get people excited to explain what we're doing i think those are really like the essential um, components like before the launch getting everything in place and as high quality as possible from design, content, video, everything, and then a good, um, basically, launch plan to show the world what we have done. Uh, You can build a really great website and all of that, but if you then don't um, publish it or share it, people will not know it, but also the other way around, if you don't put a lot of effort into, yeah, basically where people end up, Mm -hmm. where they need to sign up for the wait, is where you need to get them excited, but do put a lot of effort into launching it, mm-hmm. there will also not be, um, I think, the success that you want. So really putting effort into those two things. How to get people to see it, and then really think about, okay, if they go to this page, mm-hmm. how do we get them excited or yeah, some sort of way create value for them that they want to sign up? Uh, so those are really the two ingredients that we try to focus on. Love it. Um, Maybe a little question to bounce off that. Obviously, like we're trying to reach out to a lot of like e-com brands. Maybe e-com brands could also learn something a little bit from like this type of launch strategy. I know launching a product like as an e-com brand maybe is a little bit different than launching a software for e-com products, but maybe there's a little synergy there. Um, Well, I think... What we see in general, right, there's obviously different types of e-com brands. Mm -hmm. You have e-com brands that solely rely on launches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there's a funny example I sometimes follow is like 
Peachy Babies, which is like a company that sells slime. Oh. Um, <laughs> but everything they do is like so high end and it looks so beautiful. And every month they do like a big drop and just it sells out instantly. Um, it's kind of just like an ongoing hype machine. It's an ongoing hype machine because everyone is always very curious for what flavors they will release. Mm-hmm. So and every month it's totally new, something different. And it hypes people up. Uh, but yeah, how they do it is also really, really great. Just like Sam already said, the effort that went into it, you can mm-hmm. just feel the quality. Like you, yeah, like there's a big difference just doing it for the 100% or doing it half. And if you do the 100%, you also make sure people actually want it versus just doing it on the get-go. Even if you don't want slime... <laughs> if you see their stuff, you're still excited about yeah. Yeah, buying well, it. That's when you accomplish the goal. Yes, I am not going to buy it uh, personally, but I have thought about it. Like, cause, But they influenced me so bad that mm-hmm. it was so great and fun to look at that I almost bought it, right? So yeah, yeah. imagine how important it is. And it's also what we see with our merchants overall. Like, so A lot of people think, yes, I'm gonna just going to start a brand, make some money here and there, but... Everything you do in life, whether it's building a company, uh, be, being at the company yourself, building a career, it just means that you need to put a lot of time and effort into yourself or into the product to build something really great. Uh, and if you do that, that will automatically then come with success, however you define success. And that's maybe a principle like whether you launch something mm-hmm. in e-commerce a product or you launch a software product of course it's it's different but in the end we're all trying to do the same thing is get people to notice us uh, the product that you're launching and also then get them excited to join a waitlist create an account or buy your product and indeed it's it's the just the effort you put in Um, And then what I already said, like the same principles apply. You really need to show to people Mm -hmm. um, why they should join. And people in general only care about themselves. So you need to speak also to them how your product, e-commerce product or software product is going to add value to their lives. And I think if you really do that properly, it's it's the same thing probably with the slime. I've never <laughs> seen it, but the value that they probably give is that it entertains you. Mm-hmm. And they really hone into the fact that if you buy that slime, you'll have a great time, you can do funny stuff. And it's the same thing whether you launch a new, uh, a new T-shirt with your clothing brand or vitamins for your mm-hmm. supplement brand or page builder like we just did like how is this gonna add value to their lives and communicate that in the best way True. The, <clears throat> the amount of effort you put into it reflects also the output mm-hmm. that's how i see it so yeah if you put 80 percent effort you get 80 percent output <laughs> so um that's just how it is. So put some effort into it. Or okay. e-com brands. Gotta put your back into it, I guess, if you want to get the results. I guess, like, I was also trying to think when you were both speaking, like, are there any brands I've been inspired by? But just like you said about the slime, I can think of two or three products which I've seen their drops. I'm not a customer. I, uh, one, for example, is Dough, which is a cookie dough company in the U.S. Oh, yes. They don't ship to Europe. But you better believe, like, every time they have a product drop, I'm like, oh, they have a new donut. Like, what type of donut is it? There's, like, pink for 
frosting and there's no way of me getting this product here but I've never wanted it like more and yeah. I'm all the time to my sister like please try this let me know if the hype is real and yeah. I think when you have that kind of magic just from even people who like you're probably not a slime consumer but you're already like engaged by it that's I think when you know you've kind of hit something special yeah and also the um the effort like it, you can put a lot of effort in different things yeah but I think the most important effort you can put in whether it's dough or slime or whatever <laughs> is re like not look at it from your own perspective like we are mm -hmm. building this we have great cookie dough we have great slime but really look at it from your customer's perspective why mm -hmm. would they care what do they want to do with the dough with the slime with the product and really figure that out put a lot of effort into understanding them mm -hmm. and then like really think about how you want to communicate that how you best want to reach them Instead of just thinking about yourself and that we have the best product and others should just believe it, flip it around yeah, and really think about, okay, what do these people want? What will excite them? And then start with your marketing efforts or whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think that's really important to like keep yeah. that customer mindset like front and center. Yeah. Um, maybe another question, if I can think about it. I know there's a lot of e-commerce entrepreneurs out there who are looking at maybe podcasts like ours or videos out there on how to start your e-com brand. Do you have any advice on maybe overcoming some of the misconceptions or popular maybe myths out there on the right way to start an e-com brand versus perhaps your experience? <laughs> Yeah, I think YouTube is full of dropshipping courses. Um, and I think a lot of people from the outside think, yeah, it's like get rich quick scheme, right? Mm -hmm. But getting rich quick, it doesn't exist. Like everything you do takes time, right? Yeah. If you want to run a marathon, you cannot train for a day. It takes you a long time to train and be ready for it. And it's the same with business. Whatever you start... It takes time and effort to build something great, right? And also with the e-com brand, right? We talked about the effort, the quality, um, but it's, yeah, it takes time. It can take a year till it gets off. It can take two years, three years, four years, five years. But I think the mm -hmm. persistence is also important. And if you start an e-com brand, do you really want to start it? Are you passionate about it? And yeah, if you're passionate, then you're also more persistent, I think. Um, but yeah, get rich quick doesn't exist. Also not for drop shipping or anything else related to e-com. It's just, even if you drop ship, you can make a lot of money. Like I've seen crazy uh, brands ourselves who have talked to that do millions and millions of revenue a month, but it takes them five years to get there. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And also I think some people who you see who are suddenly having these like uh, moments where they're making a lot of money, like maybe it's also not the first time that they've tried this. So if you also look backwards, like they may have learned from three or four failures before they finally hit that. So it's not ever really that one or two months, I think, that people like promise. Yeah. I think it's often from like a lifetime or a couple years of trial and error. Yeah, If you don't fail, you don't learn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you only succeed, you will, yeah, stay a little dumb, I think. That's just it. Because yeah. <laughs> every time you do something, it's like, oh, shit, it worked. Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't learn anything. And if you, if we do, uh, well, we have done product launches with in the, in the past. We put effort into it. Maybe not enough because it failed. Mm -hmm. That's just how it goes. Uh, and we've also done launches when it did succeed. So it's just like learning from it. Um, and then, 
yeah, basically adjusting and doing something um, again and again until it works. And maybe uh, you ask about misconceptions. I think mm-hmm. the get rich quick is is a big one. You can get rich, but not quick. Um, and the other one is that the foundation that the foundation is the business and the foundation is a great product, a great site, mm-hmm. some content here and there. Um, and that people think that if they have that in place, that it will take off. Mm. But that's only the foundation. Um, but when you have the foundation, then you need to build upon it. So the stuff that comes after is even more important. Just getting in front of just people with your product, thinking about content, thinking about distributing uh, whatever you create, whether it's a podcast or ads or anything, um, or SEO or like all those sort of things, like the site and the products, they should be really, really solid, but it's the foundation. And then you need to build upon it. Like if you launch something um, and you have a great site, nothing will happen. You have a couple of friends that will sign up for the wait list or will buy your product, but that's not a business. Then you really need to build upon it. Uh, And I think what we have seen also with the agency that sometimes brands forget that, like that, that is just part one and then part two starts and they're equally as hard. Building a great product and building a exceptional site is already difficult and can take yeah. a super long time. And then you think, ah, oh, I'm here. But then the work starts, right? You need yeah. to build a skyscraper and you just build a foundation. So True. I guess like like a lot of w- both of what you're saying is like you have to obviously have this like core that you're taking people back to. But how to build that hype machine, you have to have the distribution, you have to have the channels to actually get people to visit that jewel of a site you've invested all this time and efforts in. Yeah. Same with this podcast. Like yeah. we are creating the podcast. It's 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 the foundation. Mm-hmm. Then it is really about how do we get people interested in watching this podcast and equally or maybe more effort goes into that Mm -hmm. than creating the actual podcast um so yeah true (laughs) well we covered a lot today uh would love to end it how we always do do you have any last little whispers of advice for our e-commerce entrepreneurs out there um well then i take yours don't believe in the get rich quick you can get rich but not quick yeah okay so he stole yours do you have a new one i'll give you a couple seconds if you need the amount of effort you put into it reflects the outcome i love it well thanks for joining us again and uh tune in again soon for another episode yes goodbye Bye 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 bye